My Worst Date. I'm Cassie. I'm Keegan. I'm Christina. And I am so excited that I figured out the best way to power through the Risa Tisa <laughs> oh. saga. I pl- I, so My I- husband was at your house last night and he told me this morning at midnight when he was driving home and called me. He was like, so Christina was telling me all about this Risa Tisa. I'm like, oh, girl. I Listen, <laughs> this week I was telling Christina off mic before we started recording. I am involved in so much stuff I am not involved with online. Like the <laughs> Risa Tisa, mm-hmm. I, the number of TikToks I am getting about Risa Tisa. I did try yeah. to start it. Yeah. But got immediately intimidating because I was like uh, intimidated because I was like, there's how many parts? Yeah. There's like, over, there's like over 50. So many parts. So between that and then I am not watching Love is Blind. I haven't watched Love is Blind oh. since season one. Mm-hmm. But the way I know everything that's going on i don't on that but i'm show. gonna watch it i i swear to god i know these people's names i know their messy like love triangle drama Amazing. i know that there mm-hmm. is one chick on there who thinks she looks like megan fox and the internet said no ma'am <laughs> i know so i can't wait much i can't wait about that show <laughs> i can't wait along with risa tisa i will say the very first you know episode in quotes yep. of, of the risa tisa saga she does talk about, and she keeps saying it. She's like, arena football, put a pin in that. Arena football. And I was like, that's the most relatable thing I've ever seen, like heard, because she's like, I don't, I don't follow, I don't follow sports. I have no idea what uh, arena football. Sure, Cassie, yeah, you okay. follow sports, and I'm sure that arena football is not on that that list it's not but i would have bought it Marasta. too i would have bought it too i would have been like sure I, yeah, yeah whatever you say yeah. <laughs> sounds I, good the problem is with me is i would have bought it and immediately googled because then i'm like gonna be into it because i do like sports mm-hmm. so for me i'm like oh shit okay all right let's so let's find out more <laughs> i i plugged it in to my my car play and i was listening to it like a motherfucking mm-hmm. podcast That's driving around it. this week just was like She's such a great storyteller. And I was like, how the fuck is she remembering all these details? And it came out in one of the episodes that she audio diaries. One of the episodes. Oh, she audio diaries. So I was like, Mm. that's how she's getting all these, Mm -hmm. like, because they are so, like, so detailed. And you're like, like the episode I was just listening, we got a new character named Peaches. Uh, (laughs) Exactly. Girl, we gotta get I'm this sorry, woman on a double date. That's peaches? what we need. Oh, girl, I I don't Christina. even want to spoil it for you. Okay, we gotta. Right. You gotta reach out to Risa Tisa, <laughs> get her on it for a double date. I don't think we can afford her at this point. The I know. entire internet <laughs> has lost their mind. Yeah, like so. The big thing, so you know, this this guy is lied about everything. But like at one point, he has her test driving cars, and he's like, "I want you to get a BMW or an Audi." And so she, he's like. I'll, I want you to. Yeah. Right? He's like, he's okay. like, cause I'll get a company car because I'm vice president of this very big <laughs> condiment company. And so there's also one quick Google. I'm sorry. That's the thing I would have Googled about. That's so easy. Like Linked motherfucking in. Yeah, exactly. Cassie would have Googled arena football. I'd be on LinkedIn yep. so quick. I'd be like, you're, yeah. you are the VP of fucking an, an enormous condiment company, <laughs> you know, right. a quick goose. Yeah. yeah that's going to be, that's going to be yeah. on LinkedIn. Yeah. My friend. For sure. But, For um, sure. but yeah, so she's like, um, she really wanted a specific kind of BMW, a like BMW M series, like dark, 
dark blue with a cognac interior. <laughs> I guess BMW's adding her like, hey, we're you Satisa. Like we got you like I, all this stuff. I'm no, like, I hope she gets a car out of this. Bear Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Liz. No, it's, I, I definitely, I think even if you haven't been in a scenario as, absolutely bonkers very as this few people one. have I very would few people there's still something so relatable about like the way in which sometimes we talk ourselves out of yes like, you know like in the beginning of the relation you're like you talk yourself out of these red flags yep. mm-hmm. yeah you're yeah, like yeah. Oh, i'm being Am I so jaded? Am I so cynical yeah. that I can't like well, blah, blah, blah? Yeah. Okay. So Cassie sent us this thing and I, I didn't read the article because I saw it and knew how I was going to feel about it. Right. Just from the title. <laughs> I was like, no, because the, yeah. the title was like, I got, and it was intentional. I got, I'll read it. Yeah. I'll read, read it. it. Woman gets pregnant, has three baby, babies with a man she quote, barely knew after a daunting diagnosis. Here's why. And it was an Apple, it was on Apple exclusive People okay. magazine. Thing. And listen, yeah. I, I don't know what her diagnosis is. Maybe there are good reasons for this. But what I will yeah. say is you hear- It was stage four endometriosis. Okay. Just to All right. Let you yeah. know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that it, I understand the the need or the want to go ahead and, and get pregnant before it escalates. Because I get that. I get that. Sure. However- I have had a real true crimey week. I've been mm. watching a lot of true crime. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Um, yeah. And between that and the Risa Tisa and the, my feelings in general, which everybody is familiar with at this point, I'm like, you don't know this person and you could really fuck your life up. Yeah. You could really fuck yeah. it. You got to do your due diligence with people. I, <laughs> I, I have a bit. This is why I keep you ladies around because I am this person who like, I'm like, jump first. Questions later. Like, you want to move to Germany? Yeah. Bye. Well, that's a different <laughs> like, situation though, Cassie, because no, like, but that, I, that is I think you that take, and you'd spent a lot of time thinking about that. There were months of true. like, of between when you first were like, I think I'm going to do this and, and it actually ended up happening. Right. Like, so that's true. there is, there is that. And also that is you making a decision for you. <laughs> yes, you are married, but like you are making the decision for yourself. Like when you choose to have kids with someone, you are tying that's, your yeah. life to them forever. That's true. Forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you look and they might seem like a nice guy and you might be like, look, time's running out. I need to do this thing. I understand that feeling, but they could be anybody. I was listening to season two of Betrayal, which we had talked about. (laughs) Yeah, dude, I told you that was who the fuck did you marry? You know what I mean? And I'm just like, so these people have. And I've also been watching that show because it's on Max. Who the fuck did I marry? Betrayal. No, uh, I I did watch Betrayal, but. Yeah. So these people, you can be married to someone for a really long time and not and know that they ha- were yeah. living some kind of secret double life. Well, so getting and pregnant that's, by someone you that's, just met. But that's the thing, Keegan. Oh, you, Lord. It's, it could it could happen either way. Like it literally could. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, but I'm going to you, know, you know what? I'm going to be cautious, though. Like, I know. I, and I'm, I'm going to be like, the jump in with both feet and hope and wish. And it turns out. Good luck. Listen, I'm I'm somewhere in between, but in between, I definitely I, I definitely do diligence. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. FB. Like at one point, like one of her videos, just she's like, "All right, I became the FBI 
I became the CIA. I became As Homeland Security should. all in one. As you should. Yep. Just because looking up court records and shit. Being vulnerable is so scary, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, mm-hmm. it is scary. And I do understand like sometimes you have to take risks. Like you do have to take risks. However, when you're moving someone into your house, when you are bringing someone around your children or you are having children with this person, you are opening yourself up for them to potentially ruin your life. Mm-hmm. Like, and it wouldn't be hard <laughs> for them to, if they yeah. wanted to, when they have that kind of access to you. Yeah. I'm very cautious yeah. about who I allow intimate access to me because I know that that gives them power. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> you know what I mean? It does. It gives yeah. them power over yeah. you. Oh, it man. does say in the article that Paul was 40 back in 2012 when, uh, and he was working as a bartender in Hollywood. Um, and that, Katie asked her his friend uh, his for his number from a friend mm-hmm. and invited him on a hike. So like that's how okay. they met. They met kind of IRL. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like they just kind of like saw each other's pictures on which on Tinder. Whatever. She was like, you want to have babies? <laughs> and right. he was like, sure. <laughs> right. But also too, okay, listen, I I am gonna say something that oh. might be problematic. Oh Lord. 40 years old working in a bar in Hollywood and that's the person you want to have babies with? I mean, I just need more explanation. I need more information like, about what his life yeah. is like. Yeah, because I yeah. mean, there could be... Listen, you can make a lot of money as a bartender, mm-hmm. but I don't know that it's a good family job, right? You're working late nights. Well, you know also, what, I'm what, was like their, what was their deal? Like, was it going right. to be a thing where it's like, hey, I, I just want to have kids. You don't have to be involved at all. Because that would be a different yeah, conversation. It, it looks I mean, like they're he married is involved. Now. Oh, well. Yeah, great. no, they're married now and have three kids. So, I mean, happily ever after. I just think that, like, my my first initial... Re- and, and uh, of course, maybe that was maybe her first thing. She's like, fuck it. I found out this diagnosis. This is a shitty diagnosis. Dude, and you it know, depends, I'm 32 years old. on what kind of bar in Hollywood it is, too. Oh, because I do know listen, bartenders like that make over six figures a year. I'm not so. talking about the money. Yeah. I'm not yeah. talking about the money. I'm, not, I'm definitely not talking about the money. Because I think you're absolutely right. Bartenders in Hollywood can make a shit ton of money yep. like more than me. Yeah. So I'm, um, that's not the case. Why my point being is like, stuff. is the hours, right? You're just not, you're not home at night. Mm-hmm. And, but you know, again, on the other side, that might be a great job because then maybe she can work in the daytime. Yep. Then you always have somebody home. I mean, there could be a, a number. I just, I think that my first initial thought would be like, Oof, am I going to be a partner with somebody who's working maybe every you're not single looking night for a and partner, on the though. weekend? You know, maybe you're not looking for a partner. And that's I true. realize like, yeah. I've, I can come across as really judgmental when we have these conversations. If you like it, I love it. If it works for you, great. Like, they, <laughs> exactly. like they, hey, they're married. It looks they like it worked now. out. It worked <laughs> yeah, out for yeah. them. And that's awesome. And I love that for you. For, for me and mine, for, for me and my household. <laughs> ain't going to be me. It, it ain't going to be me. Uh, stranger baby. <laughs> that's it. No, no, no. <laughs> no stranger I babies. I don't know you, sir. <laughs> Isn't there a whole song by heart about this? Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh man. Well, we also had um uh we also had somebody on our um Facebook group who anonymously shared something that I think is a good topic of conversation. So I'm just okay. gonna read what they wrote. It says, So two of my friends who were in a relationship broke up. With me being mutual friends of both of them and the three of us in the same friend group. Eventually, the whole friend group turned on one of them, causing them to be ousted. 
the friend group is saying terrible things about the ousted friend, and the ousted friend is saying terrible things about their ex, and also in the friend group. So at this moment, I am neutral, standing with all parties involved, both parties plus the friend group. How do you navigate maintaining neutrality, yet being supportive of both friends when there's so much mudslinging going on? Ooh, that's rough. I mean, if you're truly friends with them, like it's not cool when people are talking shit about them. About either of them. About either of them. I would just, I I think for me, if I were in that situation, I would just uh, be like, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm friends with both of them. I can't, you know, hear this, you know, and just kind of remove myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that, I think naturally sometimes that happens in friend groups, like where kind of one person feels like they're, they're being pushed out of that friend group. But I think that, you know, if you're if you've made a, a conscious decision to to not separate that or to, you know, then, you know, I just think there's a level of maturity. I wonder how old this friend group is. Yeah, I was just going to say, know, it if makes it's me early wonder. 20s, you know, it's yeah. it can be volatile and everything like <laughs> yeah. that. But I feel like if you're, you know, a, an adult, but it's it's really difficult to navigate, you know what I mean? Especially if there's coming from a, a place of anger about like what happened or like both of them. It's it's really difficult to be f- actually friends with yeah. both because you know what I mean? I'm like are they both right? Are they both wrong? Like right. you know what I mean? Well, and that's the other part of this too is that like there, you know, is was there like a major reason that they broke up? Was there a reason that one of them, you know, maybe got ousted? Like, did they cheat? Was there like yeah, underlying then, things? Yeah, if they, then... they did cheat, then like, why are you still friends with that person? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that so, there's yeah. not enough information mm-hmm. in that post to like, it, it, to, you know, say what this person should or shouldn't do. Like, there's not enough information because the, when I hear, the entire friend group turned their back on this person well why it makes me yeah like why is it just the the natural consequences of a breakup or is it something deeper than that did something happen was there some kind of catalyst for it Mm -hmm. um but beyond that yeah i mean it would just be look i'm friends with both these people i don't appreciate hearing this like if you could just avoid talking about them like that around me and if that can't happen then you might have to make a decision yeah, I might have to jump out the the friend group too. I just, yeah, I think that there's not, yeah, there's not a really easy way or an easy, you know, blanket answer to this question. Um, yeah, too many variables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna but need to see more evidence included. Yeah, before uh, show the before receipts. making <laughs> making my ruling. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to enter some more exhibits into the court. Jury's out. Jury's out. Exactly. Hung jury. That's that's the verdict. Oh man, well, where, who should we fuck, Mary kill this week? How are we feeling? Hmm. So the Oscars are coming up. So why don't we fuck, Mary kill Oscar nominees? Oh, okay, okay. all right, awesome. yeah. No, we got some some good all ones. Right. Do you have somebody in mind? Who who are you thinking? You know, I was gonna do Killian Murphy, but I feel like we've done him already. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've done him well, a couple we, of times. We've done all of these guys. That I think a lot. Man, <laughs> is I just think he's so hot still so hot i rewatched 28 mm-hmm. days later i just he's, mm. 
Beautiful. Um, but there are some people on here who we haven't done a time. I don't know that we've done Mark Ruffalo, or at least not for a really long time. He's nominated. I for think we have, things. but it's been a while. Um, mm-hmm. Sterling K. Brown. I don't think we've ever done, and I think he he's- is so fucking good in that movie he's, too he's American underrated well i guess maybe he's a really good actor maybe yeah. not underrated now that he is nominated for an oscar but i think he was <laughs> right. underrated for a really long time because he was on this is us and he was so good mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. on that show for the ladies we've got lily gladstone who you know of course we've never done before carrie mulligan emma stone in poor things we got Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer, Danielle Brooks, America Ferreira, Jodie Foster, Queen. Oh, I love America Ferreira. Mm-hmm. We've done her, I think, though. We I think I recently. picked her once. Yeah, yeah, we did yeah. her recently. I'm going to do somebody that I don't know that we've done. And if we have okay. done them, it's been a really long time. But the only thing that I really enjoyed about Oppenheimer, which I know is a, a very unpopular opinion, uh, <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. I was just thinking. I, really? I don't know that we have done Robert Downey Jr. If I, we have, it's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I really like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. RD, RDJ. All right. I'm into that. Oh, you know what? I love Jeffrey Wright, too. I think that Jeffrey Wright so is, good. again, criminally underrated. Mm-hmm. I think he's so yeah. great. Um, but I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Sterling K. Like, I'm going to go with Sterling K. Brown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am going to go with Paul Giamatti. Oh, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> also, I, I love Paul Giamatti. That, I don't, I can't help it. That movie gives me such like 90s dead poet society vibes. It's just Perfect. like, it's so fucking comforting of a movie to watch. I definitely recommend Holdovers. That movie his is name, great. His name is Paul Edward Valentine Giamatti. Oh, what a sweetheart. Oh. <laughs> june june 6th what is that cancer i think i think he's cancer my dad's a cancer and he's june 29th yeah you're right so uh, gemini gemini yeah okay all right and who else (laughs) do we got sterling k brown Mm -hmm. okay let's see i don't i should i tell you i knew it i fucking knew it is he a fucking pisces Nope. Okay, no. Okay. <laughs> the way you were looking at me, I was like, or I think you're looking at me. We're on Skype. It's so hard to tell who you're looking at. Um, okay. A little closer to home. Oh, it's an Aries. All right. And guess K. what his Barman. birthday is? Guess if, what his birthday oh, is, no. Christina? Oh, no. April 5th. Oh, no. Yep. Oh. <laughs> yep. Well, that changes everything for me. Yeah. All right. What about RDJ? And then who else do we have? Robert Downey oh, yeah, Jr. Robert Downey. He, I get fire sign vibes like from him. You get who? Fire, fire sign vibes from him. I get I get oddly I'm earth guess sign vibes. Aquarius. I could also see Aquarius. But also too he had he had addiction issues and oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Cassie. Cassie's oh. left the frame. What? Goodbye. Is his birthday also April 5th? <laughs> Fourth. Fourth? <laughs> I told you. I was like, that man, that's fire sign energy right there. And well, you know what? I just April 4th. I choose to yeet myself. <laughs> oh no. You got the two, option. two Aries and a Gemini. Our Gemini and two Aries. This is great for me. Oh my god, I'm loving this. <laughs> Sorry, you do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'll go first. Okay. Go first. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. A horror show for you guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you go first. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. I mean, I'm to gonna... be frank, it's not great for you either. I don't think an Aries and Aries is very... Uh... A Gemini, though? I'm going to marry Paul Giamatti without hesitation, without I like without that for question. you, actually. I really do. I... Yeah, you you guys are going to have fun. You're going to travel to Italy. You're going to eat really good crusty bread. I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you're thinking of the tooch, but still, I'm happy to do that with Paul Giamatti too. I think Paul Giamatti would love to travel with you Mm -hmm. in Europe. I I think we would have a great time Mm -hmm. traveling in Europe together. Yeah. So call me Paul. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I think that I'm going to fuck Robert Downey Jr. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's just a little... There's a little bit of crazy in there and just the right amount for me. (laughs) Yeah. Where this is going to be a fun night. Mellowed out with age. So no one's going to get arrested. That man never should have been on drugs because he has like a a 10 out of 10 energy sober. Right. You know, because I've only ever really known Robert Downey Jr. since he's been sober because of just my age and his age. And I think his energy is elevated already i can't right. imagine him on cocaine yeah. like he's, he's gonna be a good time of just on regardless. his own okay <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah okay i, I yeah. feel like we're very similar though in that way that we're both very like high energy mm-hmm. we're gonna have a yeah, yeah. fun time mm-hmm. and like you said christina he's mellowed out enough with age to not be like dramatic <laughs> yeah i still feel though that there could be some emotional volatility there sure you know which is why i can't do sterling k brown and here's the thing listen i know this is purely just probably me judging the his character in this is us and that's the only thing i know about him really mm. is but he just there's too much intensity. It's just too intense. Uh, and I feel like he's the kind of person who would get in a bad mood and it would be all your fault. And I mm, don't fucking have time mm, for that shit. Yeah. I feel like he's more on that dark side of Aries where I feel like... I don't feel like, that from him. That's that's interesting. interesting. Yeah. Because I, I, don't, I don't feel that from him. I never felt that about his character in This Is Us either because I think they have the best relationship, him and his wifey on that show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Okay. Ooh. Ooh. I'm rocking a hard place here. Yeah, this is hard. Um, Because (laughs) here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, Personality-wise, I think life's going to be easiest with Paul Giamatti. I think marrying Paul Giamatti makes makes the most sense. I'm not... um, No offense, Paul. I'm not attracted to Paul Giamatti. (laughs) But, you know... I'll take him. That's all right. It can be like an old school, um, you know... 1500s marriage where it's just like that's not what it's about yeah that's not what it's about it's It's about about companionship (laughs) companionship Mm -hmm. (laughs) right um and i feel like he would be great at that he's gonna bring you tea in bed i think you're gonna sit side by side and read books that's yeah. nice. And that voice, he's got such a delightful voice. Yeah. He really does. Yeah. Uh, yeah he seems, you know? He seems lovely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. I would get to watch a lot of like historical movies yes. too. Which I Absolutely. Love. Like Lincoln. Yeah. And- uh-huh. He, I, I picture him sitting on a leather couch with his feet up on an ottoman with like a, a fluffy little dog in his lap. Like in the Afghan. You know? Yeah. A lot of Afghans. Yeah. It's cozy. Yeah. Um, okay. There's a fireplace yeah, involved I've, I've for sure. I've myself into this. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna marry Paul Giamatti. It makes sense. It just feels yeah. like life's gonna be easy. I'm not in this for like. I'm getting to an age he now is, where I'm like, huh, let's. He just, does give me that classic Gemini vibe where you're just like, 
in in the middle of a conversation and you're, he's talking about something really cool and then suddenly he's like, but also too, that thing can kill you. <laughs> right? I'm okay with that. Like, that oh, that could be fun. That That's the way we'll keep it interesting. Um, so <laughs> I'll, I'll marry him. I'm, I'm going to fuck Sterling K. Brown. I think he's yeah. hot. He is hot. Yeah. He is yeah. Really hot. Uh, no, I mm-hmm. don't think he's not hot. I yeah. just think that he's moody. <laughs> I, I'm struggling over here. Yeah. I, yeah. I can feel it. This I is, sense it off of you. I this do is, not this is nothing want good. to marry Paul Giamatti. <laughs> I feel like I would get very, very bored. Yeah. You I would. do need a little bit of, of. Flavor. Chemistry. Flavor. Yeah. Some seasoning. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to marry Sterling K. Brown. I Yeah. Ooh. That was my other option was to marry Sterling K. Brown. Yeah. I think it's going to be more interesting. I think it's going to be it's, more fun. It's going to be it's going to be challenging. I've I've learned what I've learned from my past experiences and we'll just hope uh hope for the best. Um it will be spicy. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Yeah. And uh then I got to fuck RDJ. Yeah. 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 It's I'm yeah. surprised you didn't marry him. I'm not going to lie. I thought that was going to be who you'd marry. I, that's a lot. I just of feel energy. like it's a much safer, bet. I disagree completely. Okay. I completely disagree. I think Christina, you with Robert Downey Jr. I think that level of energy no, is going to drive you nuts. It's, it's mm. too much. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. On the day to day on the yeah. everyday. Yeah. Yeah. But All right, you know, guys. he's also like, you know, out enough. You know, he's got enough projects yeah. and stuff where he's out of the house. <laughs> he's not at home ever. <laughs> so it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that's worth taking into I consideration. I just feel like, I don't know. There's this part of me that's like, Sterling King Brown just seems so fucking serious. Mm. Like, I feel he, like it'd be I hard for me to imagine him laughing. I just saw him in a different movie where he definitely, he was very comedic. So I'm oh, coming okay. from a different place. And I never there watched This Is Us. So. There you go. So yeah, I think totally he's got a vibe. great smile. I don't know. I, I've never gotten that that intensity vibe. But that that's the thing. That's the thing about these fuck Mary kills. We don't know these people. Okay, <laughs> right. everything right. that and, we're talking about is us projecting. We don't have to follow through with yeah, it. So, it. It's uh, just us projecting whatever we have managed to glean from whatever projects we have personally seen them in absolutely. and or yeah. interviews. That is it. So yes, exactly. We don't know these people. He could be the most playful person on the planet. We have no go, idea. Robert Downey Jr. could be so boring and so chill and we just don't know we, we don't simply know. don't yeah. know we don't know um yeah. so uh, yeah. <laughs> with a great assault you know we do have a new patron that's right hell yeah so i want to give a big worsty welcome patron shout out to sarah miller thank you so much <gasps> for joining us oh i'm getting that's my, that's my bestie from when i was a kid oh, oh yay, yay. Gosh, that's so sweet. That's lovely. All right. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for joining us. We are so excited and grateful to you. Um, we will get your worsty rewards in the mail ASAP. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys want to take five and then awesome. we'll come back with stories? Yes. Sounds good. And we're back. Okay, Cassie, you've got the tainted love this week, so you kick us off. All right. So I got my story from Tender and uh from tinder some no 
Oh my god, no. I got like Cassie, oh, are you just like on Tinder in Germany? Just fucking scoping it out. Surprise. Tender Germany. Tender Hamburg. Here I come. No, not at all. No, I got this story from Reddit. It is a tender story from Reddit. Okay. All right. It says, I am 40 male and was dating a lot at the time. And this was the by far the weirdest one. This happened back in spring of 2022. The match started normal enough, though she was a bit young for me at 28. Her pictures were nice. She said she was still in school and working in, in investing in finance. She asked me to get drinks after only a few messages, which I thought was odd, but why not? I don't think that's odd. I don't think that's odd. Drinks, if, if it was something, if she asked you to go away for the weekend after a few messages, <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, oh, yeah, red, red fucking Can you come to a family funeral with me? <laughs> yeah. You want to go camping? Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, when I show up, I am immediately taken aback by what she's wearing. She is decked out in a very fancy men's clothes, like someone going to a cocktail party with old money old money British people. Okay. I later find out the tie she's wearing costs a few hundred dollars from a boutique in a London store. But this is New York City and a lot of people are eccentric and I think maybe this is just the look she's trying out. I need to know where could, they're having drinks. Are they at a fucking yard house and she's dressed like this? or <laughs> In New York, I doubt it. <laughs> are they at like a nice place? I'm assuming it's New York. They, they went to the Olive like, Garden on the, Times Square. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, New York could give you either I'm thing. It really could. So... No, I'm betting not. I'm betting, I'm betting not they're at a like local fancy. place that has like all different okay. different styles of glasses. You know all what right. I mean? Right. Then then honestly, very, very carry on. Right. Carry on with your fancy right. ass. I could roll with the outfit, but when I heard her voice, I was floored. She stared. Started by saying, "Well, hello there," in a kind of old timey accent. Oh no! She spoke no, no. like she was. SNL's Kate McKinnon doing an impression of someone. Yeah, no, see? <laughs> hey, how are you doing? Did she call you old sport? <laughs> she's pretending she's Gatsby. Yes. Now I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck is this? I am polite, so I go along with it like it's normal. We start talking about work, and she starts telling me that she just got off work at her job at the running shoe store. I was confused because I thought she did finance, but she explains that she is trying to get a job doing that, and right now she is working at the running store. She mentions how everyone there thinks that she's the manager because of the way she dresses. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> In my head, she wears fancy clothes to a job at a running store? What the fuck? I casually ask if she likes running, and she responds that she absolutely hates running. Mm -hmm. She also hates sneakers, and they don't fit her feet, so she only wears a particular type of men dress shoes at this point i think i'm starting starting to think that i'm being punked i start looking around trying to find where the camera is i can't believe that this could be possible or real then she mentions that i'm a little young for her i ask her what she means because i'm a lot older than her she then tells me that her last boyfriend was 78 oh. and the one before that was 85 <laughs> okay 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 this is a lot to unpack i think we yep. need to put a pin in here i have a few things to okay. say First and foremost, right. your own style and how you choose to present yourself, thumbs up. Great. However, like, you need to put that on your profile. You know what I mean? Like, right. Your picture should show represent that. Represent yourself how you are right. in order to avoid exactly. awkward situations. Because there are a lot of people that would be like, 
holy shit, that's I fucking love that. hot. I right. love that. Yeah. That's rad. Because that's, what, that's what I was thinking. I was just like, look. 75-year-olds would love that. <laughs> In fact, I was about to make that joke. I was like, did she get that from her oh, ex-boyfriend's sorry. closet? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but, but I will, what I will say is like a nicely, ta- like nicely tailored men's clothing on women actually super hot. Looks great. Love it. Great. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, and even he said, he's like, it's New York City. A lot of people have like mm-hmm. eccentric styles. Yeah. Like he didn't seem like totally bugged right. by but it. But it's like if, if you only yes, the- ever wear like vi- if you dress like a 1950s housewife every day, I think that that is awesome and very cool. But if you also use but, the 1950s, you know, but if. But that should be whatever. on your. But that should be on your profile. Yeah. It's like I'm a vintage lover. This is how I dress. Exactly. You know, the, this is what these are. What my interests are. It's a big part of your life. Yeah, I agree. This, yeah. this is the reason why people chat more than a couple of messages, mm-hmm. maybe before they meet up, <laughs> to possibly yeah, avoid maybe that's why. these kind of situations. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the dress stuff. It was like, yeah, okay, whatever. But then you're layering on like. Yeah, see, like <laughs> she's got a big cigar yeah. she pulled out. Exactly. <laughs> you know, oh, Groucho Marxing it, it oh, no. or whatever. Shut up. Stop it. <laughs> Quit reading my thing for me. So anyway, she says, he says she's looking for younger guys now because she wants to have a long-term relationship. And then in her, in a Groucho Marx voice, she says, if you know what I mean. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. What does she like during sex? Ooh. Oh. Can you imagine? Oh, man. That's a really <laughs> nice dick you got there. She talks like Mae West. <laughs> yeah. Oh, to come up and see me sometime. Oh, Lord. Exactly. I'm now looking at the other people at the bar trying to figure out if they're actors, but they all seem normal. It goes on for a bit longer, and some other weirdness at this point it was just a car accident and i can't stop watching i wouldn't be surprised if there's a youtube channel where this lives <laughs> seriously yeah that's a that's a little little too much the accent is that's, what pushed it over it, the it, edge yeah, it to is. me i'm just yeah. like it's too far listen you can it's your world you know create whatever reality you want to live in right but 2024 like, is is everybody's in their delulu era <laughs> uh, look cre- exactly like if this is what you want to manifest for yourself for your life i love it not everybody's going to be into it yep. okay that's just yeah. the way it is yep is somebody that sounds great guys <laughs> what's your star now what's your ah, better see? luck next time yeah, see <laughs> all right um i've got a infuriating one for you mm. um oh, get yay. your heckles up here we go i'd agreed to meet this guy at a local restaurant for our first date we've been speaking extensively for a few weeks talking on the phone video chatting texting there was hardly a social media that we did not use to talk I was very excited to meet him in person for the first time. I arrived at the restaurant about 10 minutes early wearing jeans and a sweater. The waiter informed me my date hadn't arrived yet, but I was content to wait, ordering a glass of water. 15 minutes roll by. I find myself bouncing my knee impatiently. Now a 30 minutes after we were supposed to meet. I guess he's not coming. I decide that even if he isn't coming, I may as well grab a bite to eat. I order a hamburger and fries and leave the booth to go to the washroom. Upon returning to the booth, a tall bearded gentleman sits in my seat. I recognize him from his profile immediately. Sorry, I'm late, dollface. Oh, got caught right. up no, at work. What is no. happening? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Are all these stories straight out of like 1922? Hey, dollface. I <laughs> No. I swear to God. No. 
No. <laughs> you don't like being called that by a stranger? I, no. It's so condescending. I fucking hate it. <laughs> okay. we, don't, we don't like it. No. I cringe internally at the name, but smile and greet him, sliding into the booth. Mm. The waiter sets my food down in front of me while handing him a menu. He frowns at my plate. You ordered without me? I sure fucking did. You're late. Um, Oh, yeah. I hadn't eaten today and I was really hungry. I suddenly feel embarrassed like I've done something wrong. Bad choice. If we date, you're not going to eat shit like this. (gasps) He states never raising his eyes from the menu. I swear to God, I, I, you know I what? Wish you would I'm, fucking at this tell point, me what I can and cannot yeah, eat. Yeah, yeah. You're flagging down the waitress. You're having her wrap it up, and you're gonna take that shit Listen home here. and enjoy your hamburger in the privacy of your own home. Yeah. Listen, dollface. <laughs> Listen, dollface. I eat what the fuck I eat. So yeah. Wow. I laugh half-heartedly. Is he kidding? Is he nervous? He orders two drinks from the bar. Oh no! I need to drive home. I tell him, stopping the waiter. They're not for you, he hisses, <gasps> tossing the menu at the waiter. Oh. oh then I, I'm actually just going to, I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah. And here's what's so fucking weird to me. It's like, you know, for yours, it made sense because they had only messaged a couple of times before they met up. These people have been fucking interacting, even video calling for a couple of weeks. So mm-hmm. like. Where the fuck is this coming from? That's what I would think. I think I would be confused if you had had a, yeah. a few weeks of good conversation. conversation. I can see why she's like startled. Trust no one. Yeah. <laughs> Trust no one. Trust no bitches. Keegan's Mm-mm. motto. No. <laughs> Keegan's motto 2024. Mm-mm. Trust no bitch. Mm-mm. Trust no bitch. The conversation does not flow at all. He glares petulantly at his phone. His drinks arrive. He drinks them both immediately and orders two more. Uh, uh, <laughs> Suddenly. I, I just want to put on the record that I'm not going to be responsible for getting your ass home. Mm-mm. You're going to have to figure or that shit out yourself. Yes. Or this fucking oh, check. God, you got to tell the pe- like yeah. immediately tell your server. I'm out. Can you split, split the checks now. Also, how the fuck dare you comment mm-hmm. on what I'm eating like your and body is some like kind a- of temple. <laughs> <laughs> who thank you be so fucking you? for real right now <laughs> like are you kidding my body's a temple who uh, is you? four gnts please okay his body doesn't oh. have to be a temple he wants mm. your body to be a temple oh that's all it is you nailed it yeah. you nailed it suddenly he raises his head and smiles I'm sorry. Where are my manners? How was your I don't day? Know. I don't know where Truly, they are. Where are they? <laughs> Nowhere that I can find. Dumbfounded, I tell him about my day. Uh, labs, classes, the usual. I ask about his. Oh, you know, I smoked a bit, walked my dog, oh my slept, God. smoked more. Actually, he says, removing a rolled joint from his pocket, want to no. go smoke outside? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Now, don't get me wrong. I've been known to enjoy some Mary Jane in my time, but never in a public place and never with some random man I just met. No, thanks. I say he frowns. Are you high right now? And didn't you say you went to work? Oh, work. Fuck that. And yeah, girl, I'm high as a freaking kite. Oh, Jesus. Didn't know you were so uptight. Hot. (laughs) Wow. You showed up stoned to our date. Sexy. His two drinks and food arrives. He then orders a bottle of wine. 
Okay, well, you got to have a conversation with the server at this point. You have to talk to the server. Yeah. Like, because this this is broke boyfriend. Broke boyfriend didn't go to work. He's been getting high yep. all day. And he's ordering yep. how many? How, how much so is that? Four, four drinks, a, a bottle, bottle of, of wine, wine. And food? And food. So how much is his tab, do we think, oh at this my point? Gosh. Too much. Too, too much for me. If he's in, if he's not, in LA, it. it's like over 100 bucks for sure. Yeah. Easy. 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 Um, a waitress walks That's by. That's just the drinks. Right, honestly, because I was just thinking that. I'm like, depending <laughs> on what he ordered, like four cocktails, yeah. you're talking what, a bottle it, of wine. on a bottle where of wine. you are, $15 a cocktail. Yeah. And then a bottle mm-hmm. of wine could be Up to $50, 50 probably for yeah. basic. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. <sighs> a waitress walks by and he stops her, probably asking for more booze, I think. <laughs> oh, no. He doesn't ask for more liquid courage. He asks for her phone number. I was number. about to say, he's going to ask the waitress out. Oh, Lord. <laughs> if my Get eyebrows had raised any further up my head, they'd become a permanent part of my ponytail. She laughs uncomfortably and attempts to leave. God bless he servers. grabs her wrist. Nope. And she no, you quickly walks away. The entire restaurant heard the exchange. I resist the urge to run screaming towards Don't the nearest resist. fire Don't exit. resist. It's time to leave because now everybody yeah. thinks you're with this person. Yeah. Like that yeah. is one thing. I, I don't ever want to be associated with people who are. Stranger. Yeah. I don't know him. This is a first date. I want everybody <laughs> yeah. to know this is a first date. Yeah. Thank she you. stands up. Yeah. She stands up. Dresses the audience. <laughs> like I just want everyone to know here that. Uh, so the check finally arrives. I move to pay for my small meal amounting mm-hmm. to two glasses of water and some pub food. He's going to ask to split it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He holds out his hand. Want to go back to my place? Watch a movie? No, I do I'll, not. I'll pay for dinner. <laughs> no. No, but uh, good. maybe next time. Well, fine. I wasted my time then. Let's split the bill. Oh, bitch. nope. No, ma'am. No, sir. No, no. Oh, no, no. Okay. Mm-mm. I'll pay for my food. I moved to grab the, the debit machine from the waiter who has remained awkwardly perched near our table. <laughs> like, just like. But I'm glad the server is there for this whole exchange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He says, Did I stutter? Let's split no. the bill. He glares at me, shoving you didn't his stutter. receipt towards the waiter i'm an undergrad student i have negative 121 dollars of disposable income there's no way i'm paying for the brewery of alcohol he consumed nope fuck this not happening i glare openly at him pay for your own shit i slap a 20 on the table which is more than enough to pay for my bill hey i slide from the booth fucking bitch he yells Mm. and the waiter keeps Mm -hmm. him to his seat thank god wow Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I was just thinking that, that, you know, if you're dating, it's probably a good idea to carry cash on you for situations just exactly. like this. Exactly. Because you can make That's quick escapes, idea. you know, just pay for your shit and get out of there rather than having to wait for someone to run a card. And to be honest, um, having been a server and a manager in a lot of different restaurants, like if you see something of this magnitude, because this is obviously like extreme. This guy was such a piece of I shit. Agree. A lot of times, if you need to get the fuck out, like a manager's gonna be like, Grab "Don't worry, we're gonna we're gonna comp it. Like, don't don't fucking worry about it. Just get out, get safe. Yeah. Like, Ugh. Don't fucking worry about the bill at a restaurant when you're like in Life a situation. In yeah. yeah, exactly. Like this. Like that's the least of your worries. So Ugh. absolutely. 
Wowee. Okay. Well, let's lighten things up a little bit, shall we? Um, This is a listener story. And it starts, hi, Worsties. My best pal, Yasmin, put me onto your podcast a few years ago. And when I told her Thanks. about this insanity, we were both like, okay, the ladies need to hear this. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. So a bit of quick backstory. I am just re-entering the dating scene after the man I was madly in love with died suddenly last <gasps> April. Oh, honey. Yeah. Oh. Needless to say, oh. I'm still a little fragile and need to take things slowly. So this January, I started dating a neighbor I met last winter. We kind of got to know each other over the year, running into each other, walking our dogs, and he knew about my loss. So months go by, and I decide to invite him out to a Christmas open house event at a historical building I work at in my city. So the opening of this, I'm like literally playing the Hallmark movie in my mm-hmm. head. Mm-hmm. Yes. All of that stuff, Aww. like literally it was just like, oh my God, that's, that could be the makings of a beautiful right. romantic Right, you're walking Hallmark your movie. dogs together and it's, yeah. it's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. Ugh. But this is my worst day. <laughs> so. Um, in my head, it's not a date. I'm just being friendly and getting to know this kind, cute guy. We had a really nice time and made plans to hang out again. His intentions quickly come forward, and I'm very specific that if we do date, I have to go very slow. Mm -hmm. He wholeheartedly assures me that is absolutely fair and that we can go at my pace. Things are going okay, no sex, but we go on cute dates, hold hands, and make out a little. A couple weeks in, he helps my son build a bed frame, and we bring my daughter out to dinner after her breakup. He'd met my young adult kids already, given that we're neighbors, so this seems normal and sweet. Everything seems like it's going well, so I decide it's time for some sex. Now. Hell yeah. Is it like, <laughs> all right, he's he's been normal. You're cool. You've been <laughs> right. cool. You're right. hanging out. Right. Hanging out. <laughs> Go, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, I don't know about you, but after a long stretch without, I get a little giddy and googly-eyed. So my mm-hmm. enthusiasm went up. His went through the goddamn roof. <laughs> Daily, I'm starting to get so many compliments, it's beginning to feel smothering. I'm a Leo queen, so when I say smothering, you know it's That's too many. <laughs> oh my God. You're overwhelming a Leo with compliments? A Leo? No. Holy no. shit. That, yeah. I didn't even know you could do it. I did not even know it could happen. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but I brush it off because I'm like, this is new. It's flattering. He's enthusiastic. This will taper off. Fast forward a few days to a text from him that he signs with I L asterisk asterisk E U. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. I'm dumbfounded. Okay. He sneak attacked me with asterisks. I'm also awkward as heck and use comedy when I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> it's me. So I Hi. sent him a gift. A gift? I sent him a gift of a luge race and say, I lose you too? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All That's I can so think funny. of is the fucking Ralphie thing from The Simpsons. <laughs> I choo choo choo. It's a picture of a train. <laughs> I get it. I lose you too. <laughs> so oh funny no. to me. Oh no. And when I see them in person, I make it very clear, as sweet as it is, I'm not ready for I love you, even if it's in code. So we move forward. 
I think it's in the past. We make plans to have a dinner date at his place last Wednesday. It just so happens to be Valentine's Day. Not why we planned it. I don't celebrate it. It just worked with our schedules for that day. So I'm at the stove cooking dinner. We're chatting about whatever. And he says, hey, got you something. I turn around and he hands Wish you me, hadn't. He hands me a large homemade Valentine's card. Uh-oh. Aw, Does cute. Does macaroni glued on it? Aw, uh, cute, right? No. It is two pieces of office calendar paper taped together and folded in half to make both sides a blank slate. And I totally understand that not everyone is an artist, but this, this is bad. But it is not so much the art that's the problem as it is the context which, am- which ambushes me shortly. The cover, at first I didn't realize it even opens, is handwritten like a young child, covered in tiny holographic stickers and huge, poorly drawn hearts. It simply says, to you, from me, happy heart day. I thought, okay, that's cute, I guess, a little weird, but thoughtful. So I smile and say politely, ah, thank you. He eagerly says, open it. So I open it. My whole body freezes and my brain goes on autopilot as I thank him while I'm trying to process what I'm looking at. It is unhinged. Inside is a hand-drawn stick figure family portrait of (gasps) him, his dog, his cat, and me, my kids, my dog, cats, and even my goddamn goldfish. I got the ick. No. I got the ick. I got the ick when you put stickers on paper. (laughs) I got the ick. There's a billion more tiny stickers. In the bottom right of the card, it says I-L-O asterisk E-U. Nope. We had a convo about that. I'm not exaggerating when I tell you this drawing looks almost exactly like a ceramic plate my son made me for Mother's Day (laughs) in like grade four. (laughs) And this full grown, presumably sober at the time man made it and thought, this is a great idea. No. I'm Mm -mm. shook. He's proud of the stickers and points them out. My (laughs) vagina has gone completely dry and spat out sand as it sealed itself up like a tomb in the desert. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And it never opened again until Aladdin. It's the mummy. (laughs) (laughs) All I can think is this is wrong on so many levels. A family fucking portrait. Are you kidding me? Oh. Sir, it has been seven weeks at best. This is not slow. Can't, can't, that is flowers. The opposite of slow. Seven weeks. Dude, I am apparently a married woman now. And oh my God, that bottom right hand corner. Only one asterisk. He's added a vowel. He's getting bold now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. Now here's here's where I think, you know, seven weeks could be... <sighs> The right time for some people. Sometimes it could be too slow. Too. Sure. She was seems explicit. like she was explicit right. mm-hmm. about what she needed after going through something so traumatic. And yeah, you know, I he's not really respecting her boundaries. And also, That's I, right. I gotta say, like, if you can make a card and it's like artistic and is really cool, touching. But I am totally on board with the way that she's describing this like stick figure kind of thing. Oh, I'll show you. She sent pictures. Oh, and I will show you. Uh Um, I feel like he's playing a game of hangman and I'm choking one letter at a time. 
utterly bewildered i f- well that's what he showed you is, is a hangman family <laughs> utterly <laughs> bewildered i feign appreciation as i try to sort out what the fuck and go back to cooking all through our meal i can't get that card out of my head i was originally eager for some steak and sex and now i'm just trying to get through my gunshot wedding dinner without <laughs> being like what the hell dude <laughs> On my way out, I try to oopsie doopsie forget the card. He hands it to me and I begrudgingly stuff it in my tote bag. So obviously I show this card to my girlfriends immediately without much context beforehand to ensure honest responses because I'm a teensy (laughs) bit like, am I being harsh? And the general consensus is the same. No, I'm not being harsh. That is bonkers insane. So needless to say, I gotta see this card. But funny to share that after only six short weeks back in the dating world, I am a newly divorced woman who desperately needs to find a new route oh. to walk her dog. Oh! <laughs> and then she said I would absolutely um, send photos of the card, and I wrote back and I said, you were like immediately, please, please, please. please. Okay, I'm gonna I have show to see this. This is the cover. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, that is. Mm-hmm. And Child then, like. and it's then, not doing, doing but it's anything like purposely for the... like being <gasps> Here's the family. Childish. Here's the family drawing. Oh my god! Uh, I can't see. No, oh I, my god! I think, it's, I think it's, it's because it's like purposely like childlike that it it is. It's icky. worse. Oh, it's yeah. worse. Yeah. Like in what world did you think this was going to be sexy? Yeah, like, that does I, not. That it says nothing it's for me. Giving serial killer. Yeah, it's fucking mm-hmm. weird. I'm gonna text them because Cassie is in Germany, so she can get a closer look at them. Um, but yeah, I need, I need to get in on the inbox and I need to examine them. And that's the thing. If you tell someone you want to go slow, they can't text like putting L asterisk asterisk E instead of saying love is not going slow. My God. It's the stickers. It's the, Oh oh my God. Oh my We've, oh my dude what's wrong we, with that dog we gotta ask if we can put this up on instagram because people are gonna be that, so like oh man oh, no. yeah not that i want to drag this man any further <laughs> no, than we I have know. already dragged I him know. but you look you, listen if you tell someone you if someone tells you they want to go slow first of all you can't throw out love in yeah. in the first couple of weeks i don't care if you're spelling it out fully or not secondly how did you expect her to respond to creating a family portrait that involves you and your family, which is you and your pets and her and her family, which is her and her kids? Yeah, no, no, that's that, a no it, for it's, me, that's dog. Wild. That's totally wild. That's wild. I can't hate anything more right now. It's than awful. So insane. I, I would never want to have sex again. I'd be like, we're closed for business. <laughs> like not, not just with you, with anybody, anyone. anybody. Like, done. <laughs> signed Mm -mm. off Mm -mm. an amount Mm -mm. i just can't imagine like a grown like you know uh upper 30s man with a job like i can't i can't put that together with that picture do you know Mm -mm. what i mean like i just don't understand why he thought that was a winning strategy no it's not literally just get her some flowers (laughs) you know like cook her a dinner that sounds nice exactly normal yeah bring over a bottle of wine like be what are you doing be Be cool don't be not cool like you knew that uh fucky fuck time was on the table on the table and that's you were like let me set and then you got this like fucking 
toddler card you played yourself, mm-hmm. you you played yourself. <laughs> exactly right you oh played yourself. shit that is the title of this episode <laughs> yeah sir you played oh, yourself man. you played yourself. Oh, but thank you so much for writing or writing that oh, in oh my I, god that is I've never, I've just never heard anything like that. And like you, you know, I am always like, give the benefit of the doubt. Like he was trying to be sweet, you know, without seeing the card. I was like, Oh, you know, maybe he's just not that good of an artist. It's so deliberately like meant to look like a kindergartner. It looks like a kindergartner did it. Mm -hmm. Like it literally looks like like a kindergartner. It's not like just like, Oh, I'm a bad, bad artist. So I'm going to no, it you know it do looks. the best I can. But also, even if you're a good artist, because I have had people make me things who are like good artists, you know, like and and I am charmed by that. But even if you're a good artist, I made you a really cute bookmark. If you gave me a, you did, and I use it. Mm-hmm. But if you gave me, if you are so good at sketching that you can make photorealistic sketches, and you make a photorealistic sketch combining our families, a couple of weeks in. When we haven't even still wouldn't be okay. I don't care how good Nine you are one at art. Fucking like, one <laughs> is what that is. No, it's it's not about no. the art. I mean, the art That's makes actually it worse. worse. But <laughs> that actually made it worse, Keegan. I didn't think it could get worse. That made it worse. Well, Photorealistic images of our fam of a family. Por- no, thank you, ma'am. Just don't be Absolutely making a family. Not. You know what this reminds me of? It just and this is truly unhinged. Um, in Sister Wives, when I was rewatching Sister Wives, <laughs> when Cody marries the new wife, Robin, mm-hmm. she she brings kids into the marriage, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their first Christmas together, she gets him a, it is like a drawing, it's like a sketch of him when he, so she took a, a photo, a portrait of him with when he was young with his kids with one of his other wives, took that to an artist, had them make a drawing of him holding her kids as babies no oh my god and him as a young person enough with the photoshop okay was fucking (laughs) the most wild shit i've ever seen because he's like well you're their dad but you weren't there for them when they were babies but i so i wanted you to have a portrait of you with them when they were kids and i'm like this is i hate this hinged (laughs) Because he's not their dad, right? No, like he no. isn't. No. Okay. <laughs> and he okay. took up. Like if I was okay. one of the other wives, and I'm like, you took my kids out of the picture <laughs> and put your kids in it. <laughs> the disrespect. The disrespect. The disrespect. We're gonna have words. <laughs> right. We're gonna have words. Anyway, we're gonna have words. <laughs> oh my god. I dislike it. Oh god. Okay, let's take five. Yes, we'll come back <laughs> with the tainted love. Okay, and we're back. <laughs> and I have the tainted love. And I got to say, when I heard this story, I was surprised I hadn't heard it before. Okay. Um, I originally found this on a show called I Lived With a Killer. Uh, don't ask me. It was on Peacock. That's how I found it. There you go. <laughs> um, and the story is about uh, a John David Smith III. Mm-hmm. John Smith. Okay. The, the most John the most David rare Smith is like the wow obviously the yeah. third cuz mm-hmm. obviously so john smith meets diane diane beasley it's a uh, 1998 california southern california mm-hmm. they met through a mutual friend diane had been divorced for about 3 years she was not looking for a relationship she was not looking to get into anything 
she was really enjoying her single life, happy to just have, you know, boyfriends and, and have fun with mm-hmm. her life. She wasn't ready to, to settle down or do anything, you know, too intense. I bet 1998 um, Los Angeles was a fun place. The tans were yeah. intense. Oof. A lot of bleach tans blondes so tan. happening. Yeah. <laughs> Very yes. high hip bikinis. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that might have been more 80s. Late oh, yeah, or sure, late sure. late 80s oh, early 90s. Ni- 1998. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, this is more um more grungy, I think. Mm. <laughs> I think we're so at any rate. <laughs> um she's not interested in getting a relationship, but she's charmed by John. She's like she, they go out on a date together and he wasn't she even says she's like he's not a real looker, but they did have like a lot in common. So it ended up kind of just being like more of like a falling into a relationship than anything because she just was like, wasn't looking for it. He just was a completely charming man and had like such a great like energy about him, loved all the same things she did. He was really into cars, very ordinary guy, very simple man, but really in love with cars, you know, worked worked in an auto field. She said every time he, he would come to her place of work or like to pick her up he always had some kind of new car with him so it was like really into it he worked at a garage in which mm. he, he had a lot of cars so but john's a simple man and he came from a simple background he grew up in ohio um he had a very simple upbringing you know he had a bit of that kind of you know small town upbringing you know grew up kind of, you know, near farms and stuff like that. Sounds very much like how, like an area that I grew up in. Um, John, early in conversations, had told Diane that he also had been married in his past. You know, they're, they're having these conversations about their past history. And he tells Diane that he had been married right out of high school. He, you know, he got married, but it didn't work out. They divorced very quickly and that he had been married a second time, and mm-hmm. his second wife had unfortunately died of cancer. And he, she noticed that he, she, he seemed really attached to this second wife. He had a portrait of her hanging in his house still, even though his second wife had been gone for quite some time. Mm-hmm. But she was like, I can totally understand that. Losing somebody in mm-hmm. such a difficult way, you know, it, it can, it sits with you, you yeah. know, and, and, you know, somebody being taken away from you when you're not ready is is very yeah. difficult. So she just like, you know, her daughter was like, it's kind of weird, but you know, it, it's, it can be, you can talk yourself out of the weirdness of that very easily because it's, yeah, it's a difficult thing to go through. So, but just three months after they started dating, John asked Diane to get married. Hi. It's very fast. Okay, mm-hmm. marriage number three for him, mm-hmm. and he still has ex-wife's portrait up on the wall. Like I would be like, yeah. the portrait has to come down before the proposal. That I will say that. Yeah, I would. That give, is the order of operations. Uh-huh. Correct. You having it yeah. still up is fine with me, but if we are gonna get married, mm-hmm. I'm not I don't asking you to compete with a dead person. Right. I'm not asking you to forget yeah. about her. I'm just saying, like, hey, maybe I don't want her looking maybe at me in, the living room. in my own home yeah. every day. Yeah. Three, right, three months right. is too soon for this uh, situation. I'm absolutely again for somebody who also again maybe is still not quite over yeah his last wife. You know, I do have enough rate, evidence to rule in this mm-hmm, in this case, mm-hmm, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we're soon. unanimous. It's, it's too soon. Yeah. yeah, too soon. You got like you um, guys know you don't people. You know you don't have to get married, right? So you don't have true. to. You don't have to. You can do just it. Date. Like you just. Can just 
you know, feel it out, see. Yeah. And then like it, nothing says you can't get Ride married later. Wave. Nothing mm-hmm. says you can't get married later. Yeah. Why are you That's in right. such a hurry? Everybody relax. Yeah. <laughs> weddings are really stressful anyways. Jesus. Like who's yes. rushing to do and all expensive. that shit? Yeah, exactly. And expensive, especially in Southern California, mm-hmm. <laughs> even probably in 1998. <laughs> um, she says that she also was like, she told him, she's like, I'm not really in love with you. Like <laughs> I, I, we just met, like, bro. I love what we have. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not ready to like dump this relationship, but at the same time, I'm not quote unquote in love with mm-hmm. you right now. He's like, that's fine. <laughs> He's like, that's okay. He's like, you will fall in love with me and, 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 you know, we'll be, we'll be happy together. Mm-hmm. And so she accepts his proposal. <gasps> Diane, Babe, come on. why, why? I don't understand. I don't understand. Why? So th- the day before the wedding, Diane is kind of confronted with her first kind of orange flag, as it, w- as it <laughs> oh, were. Oh, it's orange. Okay. All right. Yeah. So a ye- pink, a pink flag. Okay. Pink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yellow flag. I don't know. Um, and she's confronted because somebody comes to the guest house. One of, one of his friends um, is there for John's bachelor party that they're having at the house. So she's staying in their guest house. And somebody comes to the guest house and is like, hey, uh, John's been upstairs. He hasn't even come down for his party yet. Like, what's going on? So she goes in and she's like, she runs upstairs and she's like, hey, John. And she like opens the door and he's on the computer and he quickly is off the Mm. computer. And she's like, what are you doing? All your friends are here. You haven't greeted anyone's very strange behavior. Like, what's going on? What were you doing on the computer? And he's like, I was ordering car parts. (laughs) And she goes... Honestly, she was like, I didn't have any reason to question him. She's like, he's always been honest with her up to this point. And he's a quirky guy. He's obsessed with cars. Okay. Come on, nerd. Get downstairs. Oh my God, like, we were just talking about this at the beginning of this episode. Like the things that you're just like, you mm-hmm. want to explain it away because mm-hmm. it's easier. It is. Mm-hmm. It's actually easier to be like, their explanation okay. is probably valid than actually like, doing the the work to like investigate it you know we want things to be okay we don't want there to be issues we don't want there to be shadiness or weirdness so a lot of times we're like i'm willing to accept that it was car parts and not some weird thing yeah right right because if you scratch the surface on that just a little bit because i would probably do the same thing yeah i'm with you i think that like we want to explain things away but if you scratch that just a little bit it's like you're ordering car parts and you needed to slam your laptop shut for what yeah and you're doing it now while your friends are waiting downstairs like yeah what i will tell you that there's so many still for me question marks this being one of them of the things that like because to me this reads risa tisa Mm-hmm. all over the place mm-hmm. and as we get dive further into it there's still questions to me that are unanswered you know what this it was, is it was 1998 them. people were more trusting yeah. back then we didn't have the oh, Risa sure. pieces of the world out they here didn't have the, Risa out here warning us uh-huh, the us internet know. was still like early where it'd be like you know yeah. websites were like the, the black background mm-hmm. with the lime green mm-hmm. <laughs> like times new <laughs> yeah. roman that's why all of our eyes are <laughs> fucked by the way like that's why all of our eyesight is garbage because we we're trying to read why was the black background black like uh, my eyes are so garbage and i swear to god they get they change i swear on like a bi-monthly basis mm-hmm. i'm like constantly like what mm-hmm. like back and forth anyway 
But my ma- my main me. thing here is like, listen, I do think once you've committed to something, it is so easy to talk yourself into it. So hard to talk You're yourself out. You're getting married right? tomorrow. And like you right. have committed to this thing. My question is, girl, why'd you commit to this thing? Right. Like you said, I'm not in love with you. He said, but you will be. And you were like, all right, why not wait until okay. you are in love and then get if 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 that's true. Like if yeah, you are rush? going to be in love with yeah. him at some point, if he can assure you of that, then fine. Keep doing what you're doing. And when that moment comes, then, you know, yeah, move on I don't understand step. what the rush is. I don't know. 90, 1998 was a weird year. You know, <laughs> we were heading towards the new millennium. People were like, we only uh, have a little yeah. bit of time That's left right. before Y2K. the end of the world. The world's going to yeah. shut down at Y2K. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Take risk. Just YOLO. So <laughs> it's a very YOLO time. <laughs> yes. Um, she, um, she says that uh, he says he's ordering car parts. Um, which again, at the time, she doesn't question. He's a quirky man. He's he's a bit weird too. Like even like the pictures of him. He's he's very normal, Norman. Like he is just like normal guy, kind of oddball, big mm. goofy eyes, tall, mm. skinny dude. Mm-hmm. Like he's just like you wouldn't look at him twice. He's just kind of like an every guy. Like he just blends right back red into the flag. background. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> His name is John Smith. <laughs> His name is John Smith and he looks the most John Smith of John Smiths. Mm-hmm. You okay. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. It's just, you know. But at any rate, they do get married. September 5th, 1998. John gives Diane a Ferrari for their wedding gift. And he, she's like, you couldn't have picked a better wedding gift. I love it. And they have the first few weeks of their marriage is absolute bliss. But mm. the cracks do start to show. I mean, he does do weird things. He does like these weird things, like sends Diane off on like weird tasks. Like she mentions a task where he's like, hey, I need this paperwork from the garage. Can you go get it? Um, I don't have the key to the front gate, so you have to go to the back gate. It's like this really like <laughs> no. convoluted oh, no. task. <laughs> Like, no, she I'm gets on there, TikTok. The, do the, it yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm busy. The, the gates, both gates are locked. She can't get in. By the time she gets back, he's like, oh, yeah, I really didn't need him anyway. So she's just like, what the, f- what, what is going on? So you're like, just why trying are, to get me out of the house. You're just trying to get me away from, yeah. you're trying to get me away from you. Mm-hmm. They were at a car show at the time. So it was like, uh-huh. he's just like, why are you trying to get rid of me? Like, it's just, it was a, a bunch of like little weird Sus. things, right? So stuff like that, that was exactly it. It was just sus, but nothing mm-hmm. too out of this world, right? So um, she also notices him doing some like weird kind of tantrum type behavior, but not Ugh. toward her. Like she mentions like he's in the car in front of her and she's following him and she sees him like punching his steering wheel, like having like real tantrum behavior. I, I have to say, you it's know, we've, we've talked so about ick. a lot of things that are unattractive, Um Full grown people, but especially because, you know, I've only ever dated men, full grown men having Mm -hmm. tantrums, like tantrum Mm -hmm. behavior. It is so gross. It is such a turnoff. It is really the most ick. Yep. Yeah. But he, again, like, she's just like, I mean, okay, he never does this to her. He's he's never been, you know, even... even just like odd toward her. I mean, like he's just a weird guy, but he's never had tantrums toward her and it's never Mm. been, Mm -hmm. that behavior has never been at her or like in front of her even really. It's been kind of more like she catches him Yeah, but even still, like if you catch someone doing that, you're like, what are you 
bottling up inside. What's you? going on? Yeah, exactly. True. True, 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 true. So again, she's kind of blowing this off and they're just kind of busy having a busy, happy life. She's mm-hmm. like, you know, whatever she wants to do, he's like, hell yeah, let's do it. They're just, you know, having fun. You know, they're traveling, they're doing things. And, and you know, in general, m- minus those weird things that you look back, probably hindsight is like, mm-hmm. what the fuck was that mm-hmm. about? I'm sure at the time she probably didn't think twice about having to do this task but then when she has this like look back, right. she's like, that was I have fucking a lot weird. Of, yeah, <laughs> empathy for people like this because it is, it's like tiny little things that don't really seem like a big deal until you add them all yeah. up together. Right. You probably like, wouldn't oh. even tell your girlfriends about that. You yeah. wouldn't even no, tell your girlfriends no, about that I weird wouldn't. thing. Yeah. Like you're just like, I'd be like, oh, that was, that was odd. But yeah, I wouldn't even think that, I wouldn't think automatically like that's malicious. To me, the closing of the, the, computer feels more malicious than sending me on this weird i would just be like i don't know what that was about but i'm sure it's fine you yeah know? yeah i agree um meanwhile it's 1998 like i mentioned fbi investigator robert hilliard or hilland sorry hilland opens is reopening a cold case involving one betty fran gladden smith this is john smith's ex-wife at the time, they had completely lost track of John. So this is now in New Jersey. Betty Fran, Fran is kind of what she was called. Fran had, you know, disappeared. This is his second ex-wife. The one whose picture he had up? The one that mm-hmm. he said died of cancer? That's right. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they are actually on the hunt to find John because now they they're going back through all the the paperwork and the you know the the case mm-hmm. and he's you know reopening this case taking a look deeper as much as he possibly can into this first and foremost they need to track down John where the hell is he you know why i know he did it cuz he's telling people she died of cancer and she's fucking oh, missing right. mm-hmm. and you moved that's, as far away as you can move and you're not in contact with the authorities at all that's like, how i know you Bye. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they find that he was arrested in ohio this is where he's from um for a track traffic violation in 1996 and at the time there is uh, in the record uh, during their you know arrest the police do something I didn't know they would do. They have a picture. He has a picture of this girl in his wallet. And he explains to him it's his girlfriend that she lives in New Hampshire. They're able to find from the picture, like a watermark or whatever, um, this girl in New Hampshire. And using these details, they're able to track her down and talk to her about John. So they interview him and she's like, oh yeah, John, yeah, we dated and we're still talking. But he moved to California and I know that he has basically kind of just started like a brand new life there and has remarried. Hmm. So (laughs) Robert is immediately concerned now for this new wife. So they start to put a surveillance on him. Let me tell you why. Why? Why are they concerned What's the truth behind John's ex-wives? Let me tell you a little bit about John's past marriages. In 1970, John marries his first wife, Janice, just as he said, right out of high school. They're high school sweethearts. They elope right after, like, right after graduating. They elope to Detroit. The marriage lasts about four years. During that time, 
it is a volatile relationship. It turns in from like screaming matches, fighting with each other constantly into violent behavior in which John starts to physically abuse his wife, Janice. So Janice, he's, he's like starting to control her. I mean, they're just, you know, fresh babies out of high school, but she's had enough. She's like, you know what? Good for Four her. Years of this, four years of this is plenty. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. plenty. And so Janice files for a divorce and is like, you know what? I, I got to strike out on my own. I'm four years out of high school and I don't have any, you know, qualifications for anything, but I've always loved to dance. So I'm going to go be a go-go dancer. And that's what she does. She starts working at a go-go bar and Janice is like, you know, enjoying her life, living life. But this new life is enraging to John. Mm -hmm. I bet it is. John is furious that his ex-wife is now shaking her go-go's for other men. How dare she? And just three years or three years, three days after their divorce is finalized, Janice just disappears. Mm. Two days later. How how long after the divorce? Three days. Three days. days. Okay. Three days after the divorce is finalized, Janice is just up and left. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Up and left. She's like, I'm out of here. Apparently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Um, John, two days later after that, he he files a missing person report and the police do an all shoulders investigation. They're Ugh. like, oh, she's she's a woman who decided she was out drinking with men. Right. Yeah. Go-go. Go-go. She, just, she just finalized her divorce. I'm sure she just wanted to go start a new life somewhere and we can just case closed. <laughs> it's literally about that much uh-huh. investigation yeah, that happens. Uh-huh. The level of inv- investigation in this is nil. It's fucking garbage. It's bullshit. I I, ju- I can't believe this. And I mean, I get it. It's 19, like, what, 74, 70, you know? So, I mean, I don't, I guess, expect that there's probably a ton that they can do, but still. Yeah. Like, tr- I mean, they, you know what? I'll, I'll, tell you this, I'll tell you this much. They can do more than nothing. <laughs> they, they sure can. They can do more than they could, nothing. They could definitely interview his ass, I would imagine. So that's just, that's... Janice gone. Bye. So John decides to move on with his life. It was it was harrowing that he lost. You know, he was divorced and he dated around a little bit. But he ends up moving to Florida in 1990. Um, when he moves to Florida, he's about 40 years old. He meets um, a woman named Fran, and mm-hmm. Fran is a few years older than John. She's about 49 when mm-hmm. they meet, and. He, uh, he's apparently smitten with her as well. He is, he's like, you know, love of my life. Let's get married two months later. Stop it. Stop. (laughs) Just, we don't need to do this. Mm -mm. Two months. Two months. I hate it. Oh my God. It's, it's the guy from your story. He, he, he drew a picture of them Uh together. (laughs) I L O (laughs) asterisk E E U. So, uh, Betty Fran Gladden is not a victim of cancer. Um, again, she's, this is 1990. She meets him in Florida. 
Fran's a few years older, as I mentioned. He proposes just two months into their relationship. And after they get married, they end up moving to New Jersey, where this is where the relationship starts to sour. John is acting sneaky and weird, but Fran's really interested in making it work. She's like, yeah, you know, we got married fast, but we can make this work. You know, we can we can find our happy together, right? He would do weird things, like like I said, sneaky, sneaky snake stuff. And he would start like just disappearing with not convincing explanations, just suddenly be gone for a period of time. Again, there's a lot of questions that have no answers. This what? type of behavior being one of them. Like where is he the going? The slamming of the computer, no, mm-hmm. you know. Also too, there's no mention of what he was doing between the years that he was that Janice disappeared and now Fran. Yeah, it really so makes have a me, lot of fucking questions. Makes me wonder who else what were you doing? up and left mm-hmm. in his path. It, I I will tell you I have absolutely when I think about this guy, I think serial killer. Mm-hmm. He he has I mean, all of these behaviors are so it's they're weird. It's 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 weird behavior. So like I said, he's acting sneaky. He's disappearing. Fran, meanwhile, they're living in New Jersey. It's winter. She falls on ice. She breaks her hip and they have to like fix her up and they end up taking her. You know, she ends up being released to the home uh, to the care of John. Um, but it's just just a few like just shortly after that, that John says he comes home from work and finds a note from Fran saying she'll be gone for a while feed the fish so she just uh her broken hip she just uh-huh decided now is the time to go on vacation she's convalescing at home but now is a great time to just and not call not not wait for her husband to like take her to the airport not anything just decides to leave a sticky note saying feed the fish hmm sounds believable sure 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 so a couple weeks goes by. Fran's daughter calls. She's like, why haven't I heard from my mother? Like, what is going on? John says, she thought, he's like, I thought she was with you. I thought she was in Florida. Well, if I that's thought what you thought, you. why didn't you call me? Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if I thought, if somebody just like fucked off with no explanation, just left a note, and I thought I had an idea of where they were. That's the first phone call I'm making. Right. Just to put my own yeah. mind at ease to be like, it is, you know, just yeah. checking. It's, make it's it okay, plane. but yeah. I just want to make sure that they're all right. Mm-hmm. John's like, well, I thought she was with you. He doesn't seem to be concerned at all, though. Um, but finally, her daughter convinces her him. She's like, if you don't call the police, I'm calling the police. Yeah. You have to put a missing persons report together like this also you're acting really she can't fucking just, weird like you're acting just disappear really weird if it, like lie better you know what i mean when criminals yeah. act like this i'm just like do you not realize that that would be a red flag to someone's daughter that like why yeah. aren't you you're married to my mom why aren't you more concerned well that's how you know there's like something like broken you know what i mean is that they can't yeah fake it they can't they They have no imagine that Mm -hmm. feeling so yeah yeah Yeah. so finally after being convinced he does file the police report reluctantly (laughs) this time the new jersey police though are very suspicious Mm -hmm. and don't give an all shoulders investigation they're like that's fucking weird because we're in your house and you said that she just left with a suitcase that what this is the suitcase but all her stuff is Um, here 
Her yeah. all her stuff is here. Nothing's missing. Her fucking car is in the garage. So <laughs> she just walked. Just well, walking. Well, gone with her yeah, broken she hip. She went for a walk with her broken hip. No big deal. So yeah, New Jersey police are like, okay, what the fuck? So and of course John's acting weird. He's not upset. <laughs> They're not. He's just acting really inconvenienced by the whole thing. They asked John about his first wife and he says that, oh yeah, they divorced amicably, but after New Jersey police do just the cursory minimum Mm -hmm. by calling the Ohio detectives, they uncovered that, oh, his first wife actually disappeared. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. That's odd. And regardless though of this obvious weirdness and the New Jersey police being almost 99.9% certain that this man fucking killed his wife... The fucking case goes cold because they have no fucking evidence and there's nobody and there's nothing to go on. Hmm. So basically, he's like, well, all right, well, I'm going to move to California. Move on. Yeah. See you guys. Move. Bye. <laughs> so he does. He moves on to his on with his life. So back to Diane. There in California, he's found his new wife, 1998, but it's on May 9th of 1999 that the FBI starts to really get into their case and they're feeling stronger and stronger about having enough evidence to try to figure out, you know, how Fran's murder and that he's probably the person who did it, right? And where she is, right? So they roll out this plan to take down John. The, the plan, though, is that they are going to interview multiple cities at the same time. So they're going to be interviewing in Ohio John's brother. They're going to be interviewing his wife. They're going to be interviewing his girlfriend in New Hampshire. They're going to be interviewing all these people in his life at the exact same time. And the reason is, is because they don't want anybody to, before they get any information, to reach out to John mm-hmm. just in case something comes out of these interviews, right? Mm-hmm. So it is at that day that two agents come into Diane's office. Can you fucking imagine you're in your workplace, moving your mouse around, pretending to work. (laughs) (laughs) Doing the wordle. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. Totally. Um, And uh, they are like, hey, we need to talk to you. They are grilling her. On every, they're like, tell us about your past relationships. Tell us about this. Um, they share with her that John had still been in contact with a woman in New Hampshire and that she'd, he'd recently sent her a card saying that he was in love with her and he can't wait to see her soon with flowers, with roses. What? Sorry. They also, they also want to know if she knew about his ex-wife's disappearances. And she's like... Okay. Come, again? Come again? Come <laughs> again? She has no clue what they're talking about. And the FBI, FBI, though, for some reason, for some reason, the FBI is not convincing her. I mean, they're they're telling her all of these things. They're laying out all of this information for her. But she just met these people. The FBI I'm comes so- to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. So you're going to believe. You married him after a couple of months and that was fine. But like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know you, FBI. I don't know. FBI man. I do not. And that is your real name. I do not. Now you're going to be skeptical. Right. Yeah. Now? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. What? I'm. People right. hold okay. multitudes. Truly. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to. I'm not saying trust hear. the. Look. 
I am not here to say like trust the government trust the FBI like Mm -hmm. they don't do shady shit all the time I'm just saying they're not doing shady shit for you specifically Diane like they're not trying to like they're not coming out to get you for any reason but I do think that like it would be really I would be it would uh, my first conversation is going to be to Chris if suddenly the FBI shows up to my work and I get interviewed like this I'm gonna be like wait wait what yeah. What are yeah, they talking you've about? You've been Chris? married to Chris for almost twenty years. That's yeah. Not if someone true. someone came up and you had known <laughs> him for three months and you like true. just okay. got married and they're like, "Hey, did you know this motherfucker was married a couple times before?" And both his wives like Woo, up and left. You'd be like, "Hmm." hmm. I'd at least yeah right exactly yeah. like listen. I'd at least I'd at least have a I'd have my ears open for sure. Mm-hmm. But after she talks to John. You know, John tells her this outlandish story mm. it's about being in witness protection and mobsters <laughs> killing her. Okay, okay. That, that's that's, right. that's more plausible. Mm. We can't we can't believe what the FBI is dishing out, but like Dude, the, that that sounds but reasonable. Di- <laughs> but Diane and her son and her daughter Summer are like they have no real reason to question f- him. Of course okay. you do. No, no, the you don't FBI know came people. To my house. I mm. trust no bitch. No, no, no. No, we're not doing witness protection. We're not doing you're a secret agent. We're not any of that stuff. Also, what kind of life were you involved in that the mob came and took your... This well, is Wayne I mean, County, Ohio. Yeah, Youngstown. Yeah, that is actually plausible. I mean, it's not that... It's, it's not, not that... Both wives? Both, both wives. Both of them? Mm. And they weren't both no. in Ohio? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. Well, right. G- okay. Lady. So... Diane, sweetie, honey. <laughs> he played well, his second wife still died of cancer. It was his first wife that was the suspicious one. Okay. Is what he's saying. I mean, he's got a story for everything, and it does. It is literally like the thinnest of bullshit. Like it's just what? Yeah, <laughs> like that is see through. Like, no, okay. I mean, if your second wife died of cancer, then why is the FBI looking for her body? These don't mm-hmm. make sense. Mm-hmm. Unless they don't add is he up. trying it's not to convince her that those weren't that wasn't the FBI? Is that what he's trying no, to No, he's trying her to convince her that they're out to get him. That's his, his But that he's is a witness his. protection. These, which is a government these things program. don't add up, sir. It, your look, story Keegan, outlandish. Her believing it is one thing. Her kids, I gotta talk. We gotta talk. Diane's children, <laughs> we need to sit down and have a conversation. It's just you, you gotta protect your mama better than this. Cause I think that she I think she was she was already a little sus of him anyway, but I think that I think that for Summer's sake, I think for her, she kind of felt that she gave him a lot of shit maybe early on, where she like really questions what questioned everything, and then was kind of I think probably trying to acquiesce a little. But this is the this FBI's is involved. Not the yeah, time not this the, ain't time. the time. Yeah, this ain't it. <laughs> So the FBI interview around the country does dig up something. Um, they interview, like I said, they interview John's brother, Michael, who tells the officers that he's been holding a family secret for a very fucking long time. Oh, boy. And it's time to, uh, it's time to clear the air. He says that on Thanksgiving of 1974, he remembers very clearly they were watching the Ohio State-Michigan game. And over that weekend... John was out in the garage building something. And so he went out to the garage and John's building this kind of wooden crude wooden box. And so he's like, John, what are you, what are you doing? Why are you building this weird 
crude box for? And he says, oh, yeah, you know what? Janice left a bunch of stuff and I'm just going to put it in this. You got to build a box for that? You can't just go get a cardboard box from somewhere? Yeah. Why are you building a no. box? Oh, okay, whatever. All right, go ahead. When he was like, okay, so, I mean, if you're going to build something, why don't you build like a nice chest or something? He's like, mind your fucking business. And so Michael's like, all right. <laughs> Noted. I'm going to go back Jesus and watch Christ. the game. Your hobbies is your all hobbies, right. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so he puts that box in the fucking garage and it remained there for the next five years. This is when five years later, no. their grandfather goes out into that garage and he's like, something terrible's gotten going on out here. So Michael and granddad open that box to discover the mummified remains no, of Janice. No, 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 no. Listen, we all have siblings here. I'm not holding on to that Snitching secret. Yeah, I'm not holding on to that secret. Maybe that so makes me a bad sister. I'm going nine one fucking one. According to one of the articles I read, Michael says that his grandfather punched him in the face when he said he was going to call the police. Uh, okay, we're going to go to fisticuffs then, Gramps. I'll punch you right back. Are you kidding me? I'm young. Come on, stronger. old man. Yeah, let's go. Let's dance. Wayne County, Ohio. <laughs> let's, let's dance. <laughs> he calls John. He's like, John, what the fuck is going on? Why is there a fucking dead body in my fucking garage? And why oh, is wait, it so this is at Michael's house? Fucking, you left Michael's I think it's his grandfather, their grandfather's house. Oh, you left your dead body at grandpa's house? <laughs> In grandpa's garage, yeah. Yeah, no. It's fucked up. What is happening? Also, so, five years? Did, wouldn't it wouldn't it have smelled? Well, it does, but it's it's not connected to the house. So it's not a garage that's like connected to the oh, house. It's like okay. a garage. It's more like one of those, what they showed the pictures, like it looks like more like one of those. shed things. More like a right. barn type of but stuff. But you, you haven't gone in it for five years? You just I, noticed they that might not, a, Or if they did, they probably didn't, probably in and out. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't ask. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're, you're yeah. not on trial here. <laughs> I, I know. I didn't do it. Shit. <laughs> um, so... Michael calls John. I just, there's so many things about this that I'm just like, this is, this doesn't make it's sense. It's bananas. It is. It's, this story is bananas. So Michael calls John freaking out. John tells Michael that the mob actually killed Shut. her and dropped the body off at their house. And he didn't know what to do with the body. So he arrives in Ohio from he, where he's now living in Indiana, throws the box in his trunk and takes off. So he's been holding this information since 1980 mm. for 18 fucking years. That's mm -mm. no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. That's a lot. That is, can you imagine? I can't imagine holding that secret for 18 days. No. <laughs> I'm no. fucking seconds. Worse. No, I'd be calling you guys like, guys, <laughs> what, what, what do I do? What do I do? Yeah. I mean, actually, I, no, because I, I, I would have gone. There, I don't care if grandpa punches me in the face. I, I'm, mm -mm. I'm not going to be responsible for this. No. Mm -mm. Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah. But of course, you know, if grandpa really did think the mob was involved, maybe, maybe he did. Maybe he was like, fucking keep your fucking yap shut. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, Diane at this point is still living with John. Um, and she is, they're just going about their lives as usual. They go out to dinner and Janice drops him off at his garage where he's going to pick up his car and meet her at home. 
but he never returns. Mm-hmm. So she's like, um, mm-hmm. boop, beep, boop, 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 beep, boop. FBI, do you have my husband? They're like, no, ma'am. Where is your husband? <laughs> she's like, I don't know. You weren't watching so him? She, I thought you guys were supposed to be watching I, him. No? Hi, you guys. No? Uh, all right. Bye. <laughs> um, she also gets a weird phone call from Michael, John's brother, and is like, Michael's like, uh, nobody, we don't know where he is either. You need to fucking get away. You need to get away from this man. He is dangerous. That would have been useful could, information before the wedding, Michael. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Michael. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe he didn't, Michael might not have even been in contact with him mm-hmm. at this point. So who knows? This is, again, like 18 years later. Three days later, he shows back up. He mm-hmm. comes back home saying that he'd been held in a hotel room by the FBI who were trying to torture a confession out of okay. him. At this point, she's like, um, except I've been talking to the FBI and they, they said they, said they, they, they didn't they have didn't you. They didn't see you? They said they... You well, they would say that, Christina. Of, oh, course, of course they would. They're not going to own up to torturing him. Obviously. Come on, Christina. Uh, but she, she's, she's like, nah, <laughs> no, she's, you know Diane's what? reached her limit. Yeah. Okay. She's reached her limit and she's to like, be fair, yeah. she's given them quite the spending limit oh. to play around with. Mm-hmm. So three yeah. days, yeah, we're maxed three days out of disappear. No, no, honey. Nope. Yeah. You're bankrupt. Not, not gone through. Nope. Mm-hmm. Declined. Um, mm-hmm. so, declined. Exactly. At this point, she's like, I need to help the FBI. So her and her daughter, Summer, start looking through all of John's stuff. They're going through his closets, his computers, his, you know, the entire house, any pocket, every nook and cranny in this entire place. They find credit cards and cash, like large amounts of cash that are there one day. And then like the next day he takes them to work and they're gone again. Um, She's like, they disappeared. And I'm like... You took it, didn't you? <laughs> I would. Yeah, Pain I and would. suffering. That's right. That's right. I don't know where it went. Why it just should just sit in an evidence locker? Exactly. Come on, I don't know. Um, in the computers, they find, you know, porn, things like that, but nothing necessarily um, that leads the investigators any further in in this. But I don't think they really need much more than what's already been said by... His brother. His brother's got pretty compelling evidence. However, they still don't have a body. But during the same time, Diane, again, she's had enough. She also files for an annulment and a restraining order. She gets both of these on the same day. She calls the police and says, I have reason to believe that when he gets served with these papers, that my life is going to be in danger. And she wasn't fucking wrong. He, as soon as they he gets served he races over to her place runs up the stairs pounds starts pounding on the door summer is there with her she starts she calls the cops the mom yeah. calls the cops diane and you know already got him on the phone right he breaks down the door and is screaming at her you know and she's like worried now more than ever she is like freaking out she's like this is it this is how i'm going to die Suddenly, Summer comes out, and she's, he's mood switches, just like that, like a light switch. And he's like, I just, I just want to talk to you. He's like, I don't understand. I, 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 why are you leaving? Like, it's a, and she's That's like, it was terrifying. so mm-hmm. noticeably 
frightening. She goes, I was literally in the room. I, it's not like I didn't hear everything that was happening. Mm -hmm. I just happened to step into the room as, you know, she's like coming in to help protect her mom. And he's like, boop, light bulb switch. I don't like that. That's scary. I don't like that fucking either. That's frightening. Mm -hmm. So like I said, police, she's, she's like, police are on their way. They're going to arrest you, you know, like, She's saying anything, get the fuck out of your house, you know, like, and so now seeing Summer there, knowing the police are on their way, he leaves. So meanwhile, as I said earlier, there is no body discovery. And so they really are, it's kind of based off of, you know, Michael's word against John at this point, because there is no body and there's nothing to go on other than that. So Wayne County police are like, all right, let's, they send out a mailing to Michigan, Ohio, and Indiana asking anybody if they have any possibilities that they had found someone like this remains, this box with remains in it. A retired sheriff, Jerry Berman, in Indiana receives the letters in his mailbox. He recalls a case from 1980 in Newton County, Indiana, where they had found a suspicious box on the side of the road with human remains inside. That's there very suspicious. Was, yeah. <laughs> very suspicious. How strange. There are no missing... When they find the body, there's no missing person reports that connect this body to anything. Of course, this is 1980 as well, so they don't have, like, real sophisticated DNA, things like that. So basically, this very quickly has to go into, like, kind of a unsolved pile, and they end up having to bury the body under the Jane Doe moniker. But after exhumation, they confirm through DNA that the remains of, are those of Janice. And on October 3rd of 2000, the FBI arrests John Smith, where they take him back to Ohio for prosecution. During court, they're not able to bring up Fran's disappearance. And John is found guilty, and he's sentenced to 15 years to life. It, now. What? F did you say 15 to life, yeah. Okay. So he's he's, he's eligible like old for parole at this time yeah. too. Yeah, he's like in his seventies now, and he's uh, eligible for parole technically in five years. But I don't know that that's going to happen. I mean, who knows? He is old. But here's the thing: they still were never able to convict him on Fran's case. Um, as recently as I think like 2019, they started to, um, I think, bring charges against him for Fran and. Um, I think just recently, within this last year, the case was dropped. I don't think, again, they just never never had enough evidence. They can't find a body. And so there's just, they're not. And they weren't able to use his prosecution of his first mm -hmm. wife in the trial. Right. So there's just, there's not really enough evidence, unfortunately, for them to prosecute him on this case. However, I think just like, all three of us now are like, where, how many other, like you said, right, people up a, and left around him. Yeah, exactly. He was in a lot because of different just because, states and mm -hmm. there's a lot of time between Janice and Fran because he was just out of, of high school and then he was in it. He was 40. Well, and he clearly so, seems yeah. like someone who's incapable of of being alone being single mm -hmm. right because he's jumping yeah. relationship relationship marriage to marriage i have a hard time believing he was just hanging on his own from the time well, he was also, what like 21 to 40 mm -hmm. absolutely and it, but it also makes you wonder too like 
you know, if it weren't for him being married to these two women, would we even be talking about this case? Because it seems like the marriages are the connecting piece. Like he can't deny knowing these people. He can't deny being with these people or living with these people or being Mm -hmm, in, you know, in their vicinity because he's married to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then, yeah, I mean, he could have had acquaintances or relationships with with people. Like he's traveling all over the place. He could have had girlfriends. Mm-hmm. We had you girlfriend know. in New Hampshire. Yep. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That he was apparently still stringing along while he was married. So Oof. to Diane. So it's wow. all very suspicious. Icky. It oh is gross. <laughs> Google. Google so. everybody. That's right. Be the FBI, <laughs> CIA, saying, Homeland Security. I'm saying. Listen, all in one. I, I <laughs> love it when it works out. I'm happy for people when they, you know, and, it, and it, when you have kids with a stranger and that shit works out for you. <laughs> exactly. I, I love that for you. I'm so happy for you. But I can't help but think about, but what if it goes the other way? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. is it working out? you know, is that enough of a positive to override the potential for you to be with somebody like this? Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, no. Yeah. I want to know. Your, I, I want to meet your family. I want to fucking talk to your friends. Yeah, yep. You I want those calls I, on speakerphone. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I, I think now that, you know, of course, we're all much more suspicious because we have access yes. to agreed, agreed. Risa Tisa. Mm-hmm. We have access to TikTok. We yeah. have access to, you know, these things. In 1998, you don't have well, access to all of these Culture has these changed. Things. I feel like Absolutely. a lot of times, you know, people fast-tracked relationships and moved on to marriage very quickly. Um, you know, I feel like that was more commonplace in years past. I feel like it was expected almost like like you're with somebody for a certain amount of time. Yeah. Okay. Getting married right away is not, it's not something that was so unusual back in the day. I think society and culture has changed in that respect as well. Mm. Yeah. It's not a great story. Wow. Well, what are you guys watching this week? I've been consuming a lot of true crime. Um, I did, which I haven't really been so much, um, but I listened to the Frankston murders. I mm-hmm. listened to that. Um, it's a case file podcast, but it's not the case file guy. It's someone else. Uh, it was, it was very good. Very f- focused on the, um, the victims of, of those crimes. So that was great. Mm-hmm. But I watched, they called him mostly harmless. Oh, on yeah. HBO or not HBO, I guess it's just max now, but on max, um, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. It was a very interesting case. So if you don't know anything about it, it's like there was a hiker that they found who had been hiking for years uh, across, I think mostly the Appalachian trail, but, um, trails all over. And, um, he was found emaciated dead in his tent and had yeah. absolutely no identification on him whatsoever. Uh, and he had a trail name of mostly harmless, which is what he introduced himself as on the trail, but nobody knew his real name. So it took like, Hmm. so it's as much about like this case as it is about like the, the hiking community, which Mm -hmm. I also thought that was really cool. And then the sleuthing community, because it was like online sleuths who really helped to crack this case open. Um, so that was, you got, you got some characters, you got some characters there. So that was, it was, that's um, interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. I, you know, I'd, I'd recommend it. It was good. Nice. 
I am on part four of um, the Behind the Bastards series oh my God, on, on Robert, Robert E. Lee. Lee. <laughs> oh, I'm no. loving it. Oh, Lord. No, because, you oh. know, we really did grow up with um, that ingrained mm-hmm. in our education that Robert E. Lee just like loved Virginia so much. Like he couldn't Ugh. bear to raise arms against it. Like this whole mm-hmm. lost cause bullshit that's right. and totally what was, fucking what was the false. South to do? Uh, they were bound to lose anyway. Right. So, so, yeah, him is a noble figure. I actually also remember as a kid. Reading I don't remember the, learning about him being a noble figure. I, I, remember, I don't either, but I didn't grow up. I grew up in Las Vegas whenever we were studying that. I stuff, remember so. having to read the book Traveler in school. The book that is uh, about, about his horse? Robert E. Lee's horse. And it's written in the horse's perspective. Get bent i no. fucking remember it so i don't vividly. even know what this is i <laughs> i you went to a we went to school in the same pretty much almost the yeah. same city and i do not I have that is not how we learned about went Robert to e. a pri- private school and so <laughs> you definitely i think had an agenda you there. know sure. i i spent my elementary school in las vegas nevada which was very you know wasn't even a state during the civil war mm-hmm. definitely was no, not like, invested in, in it in lost cause mm-hmm. mythology um <laughs> but then in middle school i was in southern missouri so a little bit more of that and i remembered when i was listening to the behind the bastards i had this vivid recall of inquire having to sing a song and i'm going to google the lyrics now because i kind of want to know but it was called brother my brother and it was about how like how difficult it was and i'm sure it was difficult but how Mm -hmm. difficult it was we're just we're all part of the same nation and we're having to fight each other and thinking back on that i'm like i bet you it was weirdly sympathetic to the confederacy (laughs) i need to to yeah i need to look up the lyrics because i'm like i have a feeling i was up there singing some shit that today me would be like this is sketch side eye yeah sketch yeah I, uh, it's funny cause I remember when I first met a friend from the South and she called it the war of Northern aggression. Oh my God. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, the I war of Northern aggression, baby, you fucking loser. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Just, it's such a weird thing for me. And I do not think that I went to a progressive school. So I think it's really, I went to a small town school. I did mm. not. I, and so it's funny to me that like, the narrative that I got was so different. Yeah. Bun- bunch of losers. Even, even you, Christina, like that's yeah. so wild to me. Well, I mean, when I got into so. high school and had like, you know, actual history courses, it right. was definitely like, yeah, it, the, it was about slavery. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was very, very plain. Here's what they actually said in their secession. Mm-hmm. Like we're doing yeah. this because of slavery. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> exactly. No questions. No questions. No questions here. The end. Yeah. That's the answer. Yeah. But um but yeah, yeah, definitely um elementary school. I I definitely remember that. That's, that's so weird. I don't even know this book that you're talking about. That's wild. I know. I <laughs> Well, if you anyway. guys have books about <laughs> horses, <laughs> no, don't tell them. No. Don't tell us. If you have oh, no. terrible date stories, if you want to just oh. reach out and say hello, go to our one-stop shop of website. It's myworstdatepodcast.com. And we love you so much. Cheers. Cheers.